welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and I'll be loving the shit out of a variety of topics with you. I hope each episode brings you insight, inspiration, and positive vibes. So let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Today I am joined by nutritionist Nina Kingsford-Smith, who is here to tell us all about loving the shit out of food, which I'm really excited about. Nina's focus is on helping people find a healthy relationship with food and the concept that nutrition is a lot more than just what you eat. So welcome, Nina. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. Thank you for doing this. Um, And I thought just before we started, I should give a little shout out to your sister, Sophie, for kind of introducing us. Um, So when we worked together a few years ago, she showed me your Instagram account one day and I started following you. And I think that was kind of where the seed was planted to do this episode. So shout out to Sophie. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, big shout out to her. Um, (laughs) So I thought to start, we could just get you to explain a bit of how and why you chose to become a nutritionist. Yeah. um, So as you said, sort of my sort of area of passion with nutrition is helping people find like a happy, healthy relationship with food. Um, And my initial decision to study nutrition was at a time when I actually was really struggling with my own relationship with food and with my body. Mm -hmm. Um, To be completely honest, I think I was probably not aware of it at the time, but my decision was sort of based on the thought that the more I knew about nutrition, the more I could manipulate my own eating habits or my own body to look a certain way. Um, You know, even though at the time I didn't quite realise why I decided to study it. Um, But over time through learning at uni and through being surrounded by some amazing mentors, um, I just really sort of discovered this newfound respect for how amazing food is and how amazing our bodies are. and just, yeah, really, really sort of shifting my perspective on it. Um, and then now, yeah, that is why I'm so passionate about that specific area because I think, you know, my story is not unique. It's all too common. Too many yeah. do struggle with our relationships with food and with our bodies these days. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's where it all stems from. And then sort of the other aspect of it is just this complete awe of how amazing food actually is. It's just, you know, the fact that there can be this nutrient or a specific food or something that can be so healing and so nourishing and just how life-giving it is, it's, it never stops to amaze me. Yeah. So how long have you been doing this for? I graduated in July last year, so I'm pretty new yeah. to it. Um, the course I was a three and a half year course. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so I've been in practice August last year. So on the podcast, we always like to ask uh, how the specific topic brings you joy and happiness. So how does your work in this field bring you joy and happiness? Um, I think being a nutritionist and working one-on-one with clients, just seeing, the, seeing firsthand the changes that they experience. So whether that's 
a physical change, mental, emotional um, changes in their habits, it's just incredible to see how much that can sort of transform their whole outlook on life. So whether that might be a patient um, working with them, helping them sort of tune in and listening to their own body following, you know, a diet plan or removing that fear or confusion or guilt around food. Yeah. Um, you know, reducing anxiety and stress through developing different self-care techniques um, or whether it might be, you know, if they've come to me for trouble even with something more like digestion or pain, fatigue and seeing the changes that they experience and just overall like an improved quality of life and really helping them feel more empowered. Yeah, um, so yeah they be the agent of their own change it's, yeah. it's quite transformative I would think that's yeah. very powerful um it's a little bit off topic but I guess just wanting to know when people do come to you do generally they have an idea as to what could be the issue or do people tend to come to you when they are feeling really lost and and they just need I guess that expert advice yeah um definitely both you know yeah. some will have a really good idea some people will come and they might have been to lots of different practitioners before and they've never really found the answer they've done a lot of research themselves um or they'll be really self-assured and self-aware and know what they want right other people will come completely overwhelmed and lost and confused and just they just don't know where to start and they really need a helping hand and that extra sort of guidance yeah, so i guess yeah. the flip to that is you know how does your work then help you Nina overcome any challenges or obstacles that you might face in your life yeah um, it's a good question I think so I talked about you know when I first started to study nutrition was when I was really struggling with my own relationship with food and my body um and it's something that I have worked on for a long time and you know working on healing my own health as well um and I'm so grateful that I have come a long way but like you know all relationships in our lives whether that's you know with your mother or your partner or somebody at work like a co-worker you know relationships require continual care and commitment yeah and that goes also for having you know the relationship that you have with food and your body and with yourself so you know it's just a constant reminder of me to keep working on those things for myself as well mm. maybe a client will come in and they've had this big realization about their own limiting beliefs around um you know nothing for example or they've got this new perspective on how they view um maybe it's something like exercise mm. and it helps me reflect on those things for myself yeah or maybe it's even worker who's um discovered this awesome new book or podcast or some sort of resource that then I get introduced to and you know it opens up this whole new other you know world within a world of a new way of looking at things or some new research and things like that and yeah it's just this you know constant reminder to as much as you help other people to also help yourself and to take care of yourself yeah and I think definitely working in a field like nutrition it's a reminder to do that for sure. And I think that's a really good point of, you know, you're constantly learning. I think you don't just stop learning because you might necessarily yeah. be an expert in your field. It doesn't mean that you just stop learning. And I think it's really cool that you do grab 
so much knowledge from the people that you're working with and, you know, your clients as well. Um, And I thought that was a really good point that you mentioned as well about, you know, like all relationships, your relationship with food and with your body is not something that you can just, you know, fix and then everything's fine. And I think that kind of goes into um, my next question about some of the misconceptions Mm -hmm. around food and diets in particular. I think Mm -hmm. when people latch onto like a fad diet, generally they seem like they are just quick fixes. And I guess I wanted to just get, you know, a bit of your take on those misconceptions about diets. Yeah, of course. Um, Sadly, there are so so many out there. Um, Definitely the first one you you just said then about, you know, there are no quick fixes. Mm. Um, We live in a time where there is that instant satisfaction, um, you know, with being able to Google something straight away or getting instant likes on Instagram or being ordered, able to order something at the touch of a button. Yeah. That mentality streams across to our health and we think that we just need to do one thing um, or eat one thing or, you know, and then we're suddenly cured or we will lose the weight within one day if that's, yeah. you know, the goal and that sort of thing. But there really are no quick fixes. It's a lifestyle. It's got to be sustainable. It's an investment and it's really up to you to change those habits and that I think the hardest part for people because somebody else can't do it for you and you can't just do it once. It's this every day, you know, we eat three times a day, mm. most of us at least. So that's, a, you know, three times a day that we need to be changing our habits and making decisions and stuff that, you know, yeah, require, um, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but then some other really big misconceptions. Um, a main one for me that I see is that it's just about what you eat um, and that it's, you know, just this thing. Sadly, the off, often the focus is weight loss and that, that it's just calories in versus calories out. Yeah. But food is about yeah. so much more. It's, you know, it's your thoughts around food. It's your feelings around food. It's your behaviours around food. So, you know, like, as we've said, is there fear? The food that you're eating, is there shame and guilt? Mm. Um, uh, The way that you're eating, are you eating when you're running, like, you know, running to work on the train? Are you eating through lunch meat? Um, Are you taking time to sit down and actually eat and digest the food properly? Because that's all going to impact your health so much in terms of how well you digest and how fatigued you are and how many nutrients you can actually extract from that energy Mm. um, and how it's going to affect you. Um, And then sort of stemming off from that, another big one would be the, this idea that the same thing works for everyone. You know, you sort of, you get on Instagram and you see, I don't know, Beyonce is doing some diet and you think, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I'll look like her or pick up a magazine at the news agents and it's got, some other new celebrity diet on it and you think that's going to be it or you know so many different diets out there and we all think that it's some strange idea that if we all eat the same way we're all going to look the same and feel Mm. the same when you think about it our life histories are different our families are different our upbringings are different our likes and dislikes taste preferences are different our work situations and genetic makeup, our 
microbiomes, all these things are so different. It's crazy to actually think that if we eat the same foods, we're going to get the same results. Mm. I think, yeah, I think that's definitely a big one too. Yeah, that's such an important point. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with the fact that I'm never going to look like Beyonce. <laughs> like, Beyonce she's amazing. Beyonce. <laughs> um, is there one piece of advice that you tend to give to all or majority of your clients? Like is there one kind of takeaway that if you could say it to everyone that you come into contact yeah. with that you would yeah. that you would give them? Yeah, for sure. Um I think it would definitely be the overarching message would be that food doesn't have to be overwhelming and confusing. Mm. Um, it can be this amazing, transformative, enjoyable thing. Um, and I suppose the, the bit of advice that I would mainly give to help get to that point is to shut out all of that external noise. So like we were, I was just talking about, you know, the celebrities on Instagram or the magazine headlines or you know the sec those segments that you see on sunrise Mm. um the marketing at supermarkets to shut out all of that um and instead of focusing on these external sources for information just to start to listen to your own body yeah like our bodies are these amazing amazing things if you think about it they're always working for us you know every second there's like so many reactions going on in our cells our hearts beating our blood's pumping all they care about is us and keeping us alive Mm. and they're always sending us messages um, to help us with that so whether that's hunger cues and fullness cues whether that's signs that you might be stressed um, whether it's how tired you are or that your stomach's upset you know millions and millions of things they're always sending us these little messages and it's so important to to listen to them um and it's very easy to shut out those messages with things like diet culture telling us you know only eat at this time or donate this thing and it becomes so easy to ignore what your body's trying to tell you but if you can start to practice to tune into that again um instead of relying on these rules and restrictions then that is really where the magic starts to unfold i find yeah that's wonderful yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. So we've covered, I guess, a lot of the the serious type stuff this morning. But um, mm. I thought because you share so many delicious recipes on your Instagram account and on your website as well, I thought maybe you could share a couple of your favourite recipes with the listeners. I would love to. Thank you for yeah. saying that they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's it's hard to pick. I have so many. Yeah. Um, sort of like a... I guess I'll, I'll say a few more like, I guess, basic kind of ones and then ones that are might, maybe more of a recipe per sure. se. But one of my favourite things to do is just to roast a big tray of veggies. So like my favourites to put on there would be like pumpkin, zucchini, potatoes, eggplant, sort of anything and everything really. Yeah. Um, big tray of veggies and whether I pop that with some like oven baked salmon and I put a Put a bit of tamari on there Yum. or yeah it's so easy and so delicious <laughs> also love doing a dish with um, barramundi and miso um, and some oranges on there baked mm. in the oven it's really good to pop with the veggies or some tempeh I'm loving tempeh at the moment um, tempeh is like this 
it's a soy, a fermented soy product, sort of okay. similar to tofu. Oh, um, okay. really, yeah, really yum. Um, so that's definitely one of my favourite sort of go-to meals is putting the veggies with something like that. Um, I also love soups. I think especially now that we're getting into the colder weather, yes. like today is rainy and cold in Sydney. So I'm thinking a soup would be really, really good for It's, it's a good a soup day. day. Yeah, definitely yeah. good soup weather. So um, I love using spices like ginger, cumin, coriander, just with sort of whatever veggies are on hand, just really yum. So you're obviously a fan of coriander. I feel like that's such a polarizing. (laughs) Yes, I personally am a fan. Are you? I I am. I don't mind it. I don't really get this idea that apparently it tastes like soap. Yeah, I think I've heard that it's um, something to do with genetics and it depends on a certain gene or something like that that you have. Um, And it will, that affects how you taste it apparently. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah, that is very really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you yeah, know, definitely a fan of coriander. But if you're not a fan, feel free to leave it out. <laughs> then one of my other absolute favourite recipes, a little bit different, is doing like a big hot cacao, like a hot drink. Mm-hmm. So I'll pop in some cacao, some cinnamon, a little bit of chilli, and there's another... Um, thing called maca which is like a it's a powder mm-hmm. and it's a little bit sweet tasting a bit caramelly tasting um, mixing all that together with whatever milk um, and heating that up is really really delicious yum yeah yeah it's really good um, and then probably one of my favorite uh, like snack sort of recipes that's really good for baking just to have on hand throughout the week because I love baking um, is I've got a, it's actually up on my website, They're my super seed biscuits. So it's just like a mix of all sorts of different seeds, some nut or seed butter, pretty much all just mixed together and baked. And they're really, really yum. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I could probably go on with a million more. Yeah. Well, I, the, I guess the next question was kind of what are some of your favorite foods, like something specific? Um, yeah. I'm guessing veggies, uh, any veggies is kind of up there. Veggies will be up there for sure. Um, yeah. It's a funny question. I, well, I don't don't know why, but I always love asking people. You know, if there were only five foods you could Ooh. live on for the rest of your life, what would they be? Um, I feel like I probably thought about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my my top one would definitely be pumpkin. I'm a massive fan of good old pumpkin. Um, and a little fun fact. You know, if you're buying like a jack pumpkin, which are the big round ones, you yeah. can actually use the seeds and the skins. You can eat those. Oh. So if I'm cutting oh. up pumpkins, yeah, it's they're so good and they're really, really full of nutrients too. Um, just scrape out the seeds and pop them on a tray and roast them, you know, for like 10 minutes in the oven and you've got really yummy seeds to put on anything you want. Yeah. Um, same with the skins, just leave them on the pumpkin or you can even slice the skin off thinly and bake that and they're sort of like these crispy, yummy chip-type things. Yeah. They're really good. Um, one of my other favourite ingredients would definitely also be cacao. So whether that's, you know, in the form of dark chocolate um, I'm one of those weird people who really likes bitter foods and you can actually buy 100% cacao dark chocolate. Oh, wow. And so I have 
yeah yeah it is so good if you if you like bitter it's really good um so I kind of collect 100% cacao blocks of chocolate if I ever find them (laughs) so that or just yeah cooking with cacao like I said before the hot cacao or you know baking into some brownies or something like that um also do love spices a lot my favorite spice would probably be ginger yeah Um, I love ginger it's so good, isn't it? So good. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, so, yeah, definitely that too. And at the moment I'm also really loving papaya. I'm finding really, really yummy. Nice. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So There's some of my top ones. Oh, and salmon as well. Oh, I love salmon. Beautiful. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. really hungry. I'll grab something to eat. So we're coming to the final few questions of the episode, and I always like to get uh, our guests to sum up how they love the shit out of the topic. So Nina, how do you love the shit out of food? Well, a um, few different things. I think for me food itself being in the kitchen and cooking with it um, is just really therapeutic for me. That's where I let my creativity out and I'll just sort of, it's kind of like a bit meditative for me. I'll just pull out ingredients and cook with whatever I'm feeling like and it's quite an intuitive process for me. And I find that really relaxing. I I absolutely love being in the kitchen. Um, But then sort of what we touched on before, but just the fact that food is this, amazing amazing thing that's given to us by nature um and it allows us to experience things like you know joy um you know celebrations connection with other people love you know it essentially enables you to go out and experience life and you know feel the sun on your face and laugh with people and play with kids and you know all this other stuff that it comes from the nutrients that we get from food and that Mm. is just so amazing and special to me. Um, But then also how therapeutic and healing food can be. So, you know, like specific ingredients for specific things, like I mentioned before, how much I love ginger. Ginger Mm. is really, really good for nausea. Um, Kiwi fruit can be fantastic for constipation. Um, You know, garlic for immunity all these sorts of different things. And, you know, of course, it's it's more complicated than that and there's a lot that goes into it. But there's just it's just got such a therapeutic effect to it and I absolutely love that too. So what other things do you love the shit out of in your life, Nina? It doesn't have to be related to food. It can be anything or everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I definitely love going out into nature it's something that I'm enjoying doing more and more so going for hikes um just being out in amongst the greenery especially like foresty kind of areas I absolutely love at the moment obviously no surprise cooking would definitely be a big one for me (laughs) Um, and then I think just yeah just in general actually to be honest I also love a real balance of taking time out to myself and just having some alone time but then also being you know, around family and friends. I find that's mm. really important balance to have. Um, and one of my favourite random little things to do <laughs> to sort of relax is uh, definitely watching those funny dog videos on Instagram. Yes. 
<laughs> love that okay so obviously you've shared a lot about what you do and your knowledge and expertise with us today so how can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out yeah um so my main way would be my instagram for sure mm-hmm. um which is healthy happenings with nina um so you know pop stuff on there regularly including if I do any new recipes or blog posts I'll pop Mm -hmm. it up on there um the next would definitely be my website so that's also where all my my recipes and my blogs are and if you want you can um you can pop on there and sign up to my newsletter as well which is where I send out all my new recipes and things like that fantastic um yeah and then Facebook as well I'm got my Facebook up there too. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Nina. And I really hope that um, you've been able to inspire some people out there on their journeys with food. So thank you again. My absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for loving the shit out of life with me. Don't forget to like the How to Love the Shit Out of Life Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. And if you don't already have a copy of How to Love the Shit Out of Life, the book, you can purchase it now through most major bookstores. Till next time.